Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Oh my God, it's been so long. But welcome back to another episode of diary of the heart memoir of the soul where i use this podcast as my daily journal um wow it's been some days it's been kind of choppy too like it was this should be like a recap episode like so much has happened um i went to invest fest i think i probably talk a little bit about that and a previous episode um this week was a very bad spiral downward for me and lastly but not leastly um I read an article on psychology today that my girlfriend recommended and it talked about the rise of lonely single men I thought it was hysterical but um yeah so I don't even know where to start but if we do and if we shall um I I most I really can start with like invest fast it was a great sight to see um I'm not sh- I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure people who went got whatever they possibly needed out of it it was my absolute last time going to an event um that I am not on the stage for so I made a vow to myself that I am not going to any more of these events slash um conferences um and not that anybody did anything wrong like not at all um just me personally like I know what it does for me and what it doesn't do for me because I've been to so many um that I have made a vow to myself that I'm not going to any more of these things but 
all in all, an amazing job. Whoever was in charge of like putting the event together and organizing the event, especially like the VIP night, great, 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 great job. Like VIP night was bar none. Like, I mean, I think some of the mishaps were could have possibly been because of the rain and it was like torrential rains like it was raining crazy in Atlanta um I mean like some on my way there I saw like flooding like it was crazy so I could see if that had a lot to do with um some changes that were very evidently made but all in all like oh my god it was a like an amazing event um only thing I would have said is like when they're doing like these quote-unquote talks or when you have these fireside chats like doing it outdoors with hundreds of people is not a great idea because the sound isn't equipped for speaking possibly singing but not speaking and I don't think these people are captivating enough to capture your attention for talking and it be done outside and it be done in a party type setting so I just wish that the fireside chats were inside and like what was going on inside, like the partying and stuff like that was going on outside. Like, oh my God, it was, it was great. Like the food was amazing. It was open bar. The sound was good. Like it was just all in all, it was a great event. Like it was really, really awesome. So, um, and the only issue that I did have, like, I don't feel like the, maybe it was, whatever. But yeah, all in all, great event. Great event. I think um, even the interviews, like, in my opinion, like, you know, Dan Cathy, Steve Harvey, um, and Tyler Perry were great. Dan Cathy, oh my God, he's amazing, like just to sit and hear him and hear a billionaire speak and really knowing how he has scaled the company like with like he has since um handed the company down to his son um and so now I think his name is Andrew so now Andrew is the CEO um but what Dan Cathy did from what his father did, I think his father's name is like Truett. So that second generation and how he scaled the business like tremendously, like I think he's just bar none. Like he is out of this world. Like, um, and to do it like based off of a covenant that you created with your parents, um, it it's just. It is like unmatched. And so that was great to just... I felt like that segment needed to be longer. Um, But I'm assuming... You know, everything was... That was the only other thing. Is that things didn't start on time. Like, it is too big of an event for things to not start on time. And I've gone to bigger events. And they have not had issues with timing. I... That's the only thing. Like, I'm really, like, a stickler for time when it comes to things like this. Because you have to realize that people make their schedules around the time parameters that you set. And so, 
I just feel like that could have been arranged a little better. Like things could have started on time and things were like the first day was bad. And then the second day, you know, things got a little better, but it still was kind of like 45 minutes behind schedule. Um, but other than that, it was great. Like the interview with Steve Harvey and Tyler Perry were good. Uh, I just feel like I don't think Tyler is very personal. Um, and that's what, in my opinion, makes Steve Harvey's interview like so much better because he was so very personal. Like he was, and not only does he like invite you in to his world so that you could potentially like imagine what it would look like but he envelops envelops you in is the envelope whatever he envelops you in to the story and so it like he's amazing so he's he's not only like is he funny is he super personal um it was he's just amazing to watch like and in these type of settings like in these storytelling settings in these interview settings like he's just great to watch and so I truly 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 enjoyed um Steve Harvey and as far as like Tyler Perry I think um to me he's like one of those um it's like one of those pastors that don't really talk about their personal life, don't want you to know about their personal life. Um, wife might not even come to church, per se. But um, on the outside is doing very well. And he wants to inspire you. But it's hard because he does not want to bring you into his world, per se. Um, and if he does, it's kind of like he's handling you, handling you with a long-handled spoon. And so, to me, that was my only issue when it came to Tyler Perry. But all in all, good interview, too. So, I think... And I say those two because they were, like, the highlights. Like, those names were the biggest um, on the marquee. But... Um, Oh my God, Ian Dunlap, like he was phenomenal. Like I think he did a great job being the keynote speaker. Um, it was very emotional. It was very touching. It was very, he gave us actionable steps. And that's what I appreciated is that he gave very actionable steps for you to not only um, about stocks and trading and everything. So you could really potentially like leave there with, um, actionable steps how to research what stocks you should be buying on that monday morning like it was great he gave you he came out so he gave you a show like giving you kanye during the interview he give you you know he's giving james st patrick and then <laughs> he's ends up crying <laughs> And it was so emotional and I don't know if he was just overwhelmed or he was very passionate. It was, to me, it felt very genuine and I really and truly appreciate that. Um, yeah, so that's my little recap of Invespa's, um 
which would lead me into like my week of spiraling like and the reasons why I said I'm not going to any more um I'm not going to any more conferences was mainly because like on Saturday I got like super 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 overwhelmed um anxiety attack left the left early and literally like laid on a couch for hours and went to sleep and couldn't pull myself off the couch like it was just bad and so um that was just very bad like it was I don't know and then it it kind of bled over into the week because um just seeing people and not being where I want to personally be and hearing these stories of these like these great lengths that these people have gone and in my opinion in a very short amount of time um you know and so just accomplishing these goals in a short amount of time sometimes it can be frustrating for someone who has been at it for a while or trying to figure it out for a while and so for me I was really um it was it was very overwhelming. That's the first thing. And then the week, as the days went further into the week, um, I became more and more displeased with myself and displeased with where I currently am. And I, it, it, it didn't, it took until about like yesterday afternoon for me to really shake it like I can feel it and then about like yesterday afternoon like I really was like oh I gotta shake this and I can move forward and so that was like pretty much how my week went but then let's get into this I'm, I even did I take notes or no okay let's get into this article and so on psychology today there was an article an article that said the rise of lonely single men and so it (laughs) to me I'm just like it's no man out here that is lonely and single like it's no way like I don't see it like I really just don't see it I see these single men getting their rocks off like I see these single men they out here because even the married men are like they out here out here and so when I see the single men I'm just like it's no way that you're lonely and if you're lonely it's because you choose to be lonely and so the article um was saying that like the main thing that the article was saying is that the population on these dating sites is growing and they account for about like 62% of the population on these dating sites. And so um, I thought that was kind of cool, like to just even hear. Um, And so this is really just, this is about men, but more specifically like heterosexual men. Um, And so it was saying that they are um they are more populated on these dating sites and so now they're saying that the competition is fierce and um they were also saying like the main reason why these men are lonely and single 
is because the relationship standards of women has changed. And so women are becoming more selective. And um, what else they're saying? It says women between the ages of 25 and 45 prefer men who are emotionally available, good communicators, and share similar values. And so ultimately, it's like, why would you not want to be with somebody who is unavailable? Like, why would I want to be with somebody who's unavailable? Why would I want to be with somebody who's not a good communicator? And that has been my issue and my struggle with my situation now. Um, And it's not really a situation. I mean, I'm going to call it a situation because we have children in common. And that's really the only reason why. Um, Because... He's the most terrible communicator I've ever experienced on earth. And the problem comes in when he thinks that he's better than he is. And so how do you feel like... And then when I give clear examples of how the communication has been utterly ridiculous or it has been terrible or non-existent, it's like... You still don't understand. I don't know. It's fuck. It's it's weird. And so, um, basically, it's saying that relationship standards have changed, and those relationship standards are to me they're like basic things. They're super basic, and they're like bare minimum standards. So it's like if women between the ages of 25 and 45, right? Which is a good age, right? Because that's the, on a low end, it's like the woman who is um, <clears throat> about to start finding herself. She's about to, when she's finding herself, she possibly might want to settle in with somebody. And if it's not long, if it's not like for the rest of her life, then it's pretty long term. And then on the flip side, on a higher age side, is given, like, yeah, I want to get married. I know what I want. I'm not settling for something I don't want. I've lived this long by myself, and I've done all of this by myself. So I'm not going to have somebody come in here and mess that up. And so um, I think it's great that women are... are <laughs> they want men who are available and share interest and communicate but I think those are like things that we should have been had the standards for like and women as a whole have not like I've I've seen men get more from women doing less so the third main reason they're saying is a skills deficit and what that means is It says the problem for men is that emotional connection is the lifeblood of healthy long-term love. Emotional connection requires all the skills that families are still not consistently teaching their young boys. And so they have, and what's happening is these women are having patience, having less patience for poor communication skills and which accounts for longer Um, periods of these men being single because women are just not putting up with the bull right now. Like, they just not. And so, um, 
the article was actually mentioning that, that there was no chance of stemming the rise tide of unintentional single men. Um, <laughs> so weird. But they're saying that the algorithm the algorithms are becoming more complex on the dating sites and on online platforms, which I agree. Like if you were using Instagram to be your sole way of dating, you're not you're you might not possibly see the woman who you would typically or normally like date. You're gonna see the women that you're pawning after that you don't have a chance in a million years with because those are the things that you enjoy seeing on social media. And so um, they were saying that um, they're trying to find a way for men to reap the benefits of the algorithm. And the conclusion was level up your mental health game. That means getting into some individual therapy to address your skills gap. It means valuing your own internal world and respecting your ideas enough to communicate them effectively. It means seeing intimacy, romance, and emotional connection as worthy of your time and effort. Ultimately, we have an opportunity to revolutionize romantic relationships and establish new healthy norms starting with the first date. And so, yes, I totally agree because I've been out here like dating, right? And not per se, not like, I'm definitely ain't going to a nigga house, but I'm, you know, I've gone out on dates. I've gone out with guys and um, in state, out of state, like, you know, and so I just feel like... <laughs> Oh my god. I just feel like yes, these men do not know how to communicate. And I feel like for so long women weren't some women weren't making them communicate. And so I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm a, or assume anything that's unsaid or assume something that's not acted out. Like I'm definitely not doing it. And so, um, it goes back to a conversation we had before when I was asking like, okay, so do you believe what somebody says or do you believe what the person does? Like, which one do you believe? And so, um, because these guys might want to, um, be better communicators. These guys might want a deeper relationship with you but what happens is they don't know how to communicate that so because they don't know how to communicate that should I assume something like no you need to learn how to communicate you need to go to therapy you need to address your skills gap like there is so many things that you need to do to fix yourself before you enter into a relationship with somebody and I, it might be the simple fact that like it can't you can't we can't blame this all on like oh my parents and therapy and I didn't never go to therapy because this this that and a third because now as grown adults and with therapy becoming a lot more um well a lot less taboo like you should know that your ass belong in therapy you should know that you need to 
You need to learn how to communicate. You should know that somebody that wants to be with you that shares similar interests. So if we don't have anything in common, what are we even talking about? And so um, the article pretty much ends saying that men have a key role in the transformation, but only if they go all in. It's going to take that kind of commitment to themselves, to their own mental health, to the kind of love they want to generate in this world. And that's so true. But like I said before, men don't value relationships anymore. And so the reason why they're not valuing relationships is because they don't need to get in one to get everything that they want and need. And so at this point in time, they, they're they out here and they're lonely because this is what they ultimately have chosen. And so I tell Um, this person who I have children in common with, I tell him this all the time, like you've gotten exactly what you wanted. Because unconsciously or inadvertently, this is what you were doing. And it yielded this response. And so, oh, my throat got dry. And so to me, that that goes with any man, any person, period. In a relationship that goes without saying when you're talking about when you're talking about where someone is financially, where somebody is mental <clears throat> I'm so sorry. <clears throat> where somebody is mentally, where somebody is emotionally, like you're exactly where you wanna be. One time I was watching a movie and I'm not even sure the name of it, but the man was telling a woman, you have the re- you have the love life that you want. Like, this is what you wanted. Because if you wanted something different, you would be doing something different to get something different. And so, especially with the men being the seekers and the the person that's, that seeks out for things. If you're single, it's because you want to be. If you're lonely, it's because you want to be. And so I don't want this to be some form of a pity party because they're not getting a pity party from me. I just personally feel like every person, and I used to feel like this about, no, that was the quote, everybody has the love life that they want. And so I think I said it right. I don't know which time, but you ultimately get my gist. Everybody has the love life that they want. Even me. Inadvertently. Like, you know, like unconsciously, like this is the relationship that I'm in the relationship that I'm in now because this is what I want. And so it starts out like sometimes you deal with certain people because they are unavailable. And ultimately it's because you're unavailable. And so I know for me, there has been plenty of times where I've dealt with men that were emotionally unavailable, uh, relationally unavailable, meaning like they were in relationships and they were unavailable to me. Um, financially unavailable, like their finances just don't see fit for us to really be in anything. Um, let's see locationally can we say that or geographically unavailable sometimes you somewhere far and that place might actually be jail sometimes 
you know? And so I'm saying all this to say, like, there are different forms of um, of a person being unavailable. It doesn't necessarily just have to be, oh, you're just emotionally unavailable. It doesn't have to just be that way. There are a lot of ways that people show up and are and show up unavailable. And so I am saying find someone that has the capacity to give you what you want and need. Find someone that is a good communicator on the level in which you need. Because my method of communication and my way of communication might not necessarily agree with somebody else's. And my standards for communication might not necessarily agree with somebody else's. Because I sit and I'm think, I think like it's no way somebody could possibly communicate with this man because he's terrible at it but it might meet the need his level his of capacity might meet the need of someone else and so I think you need to understand that so when we go back to availability communication and what was the third thing that the article mentioned I'm so sorry. And similar values. Similar values. And I think when they say values, it's ultimately interests as well. And so my values and my interests, while they are different, they kind of go hand in hand. And so making sure that you have similar values and like future tense with someone. And making sure that it lines up. Because I have been in a situation and with a particular someone who I share children with that the conversation might have been, this is my values, this is my interests, and this is my future. And 10 minutes later, it's something totally different. And so, but that goes back to people being good communicators. And as opposed to making sure that this person is a good communicator and not a good manipulator. Because a lot of them are good manipulators. Not just ones I've encountered. I've counted multiple that have been good manipulators. And a lot of times, they don't get it past me. But every now and then, a rebound is sneaking in my life. And get me. I, the, the rebounds get me every time. So. I'm just going to end it there. I'm going to upload these items. I promise you like ASAP. But I hope that you guys. Are living a wealthy life. And. Um, wealthy. We spell wealthy. W-E-L-L-T-H-Y. Because I want people to be wealthy in every category so not just emotionally mentally and spiritually which are the ways that i we help you in the wealth society but financially physically geographically um generationally like whatever other lead that you need on the end of that like we help with that but we more specifically work um emotional mental and spiritual aspects of it so that you can yield a financial and physical outcome. And so 
join us every single morning at 6 a.m. On the weekends, we get a little bit of time to sleep in. Um, and join us in the Wealth Society. Like, we looking to talk to you. We looking to commune. We looking to fellowship. Like, we looking to have some fun, get the day started. Um, sometimes we might hit that mat, do a little yoga, a little meditation, a little bit of prayer, a little bit of talking and devotion. So we dig deep some mornings, but mainly it's the religious jumpstart your day, put you in a positive light, give you some affirming, give you an affirming message and get you on your way. And we don't stay in there for long. Sometimes, you know, we hit it and quit it. Sometimes we in there for an hour. So I want you to make sure that you join me every single day at 6 a.m. And every weekend we let you sleep in. So, um, yeah, join us. It's, oh, the website will be in the show notes. Um, also, it's lordfunk.co. I'm going to be updating the site very, very soon. So, but in the meanwhile, it is lordfunk.co slash join the society lordfunk.co slash join the society so tap in tap in with us um if you want to have more conversations like this go ahead and like this like 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 subscribe to the pod like i appreciate every listener every viewer well viewer future tense (laughs) here we go because i plan on getting on doing some things on tiktok and youtube in the very 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 near future but in the meantime in between time like i want y'all to have a good day a good night whenever you're listening to this just have a good whatever and i love y'all credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.